Welcome back, audience. It's the Hotness and Sweetly. Hey, y'all. We are doing our mid-cap year review of 2020 of all of, um, just looking back at the things Sweetly and I have done thus far. And we definitely want to take the time to say thank you to our audience for just sticking by us because we've gone on some different platforms also. I mean, I think the last show we were talking about things we see in the future. I saw Gordon Ramsay. Sweetly, you didn't mention what you saw in the future for us. I see our own cooking show. Never mind Gordon. I'm talking about the hotness and sweetly. Chopping it up. <laughs> Chopping it up. Doing the thing. Okay. Can you see it? I can see can it. Can you see us? I can, I can see it. I can see me eating definitely. And I see you cooking while I'm eating. I mean. Why does it always end up like that? Foodies. Man. Okay. I'm down with it. I don't care. Yes. But. No, no, no. You see us with our own TV show. I see us creating chefs signature dishes yeah they let us taste their signature dish oh. you know the big dogs you know like maybe gordon ramsay has a signature dish risotto lobster risotto you know oh you know <laughs> so you know we give it a taste and then we create his signature dish or her signature dish and then they let us know if we did good or bad which bad is not in our vocabulary but you know we have see, to pick the choices so that's what I see that's my vision okay and then I see us on podcasts all around the world which is already happening hey ah! but you know what we need we need advertisers right we need sponsors we do. you said that yeah how do we do that that's a good question they have to just I guess reach out to the hotness and sweetly and say, hey, advertise our product on your show for for X amount of, you know, dinero. And then we'll be like, okay, sure. I think that's how it goes. I really need to figure that part out. But I'm just happy chatting it up like we have been. Yeah. But, you know, that's an area that we need to flush out more so we could just reap the benefits, travel the world, eat all the food. We've already been to Vermont, girl. The yes. first month we started. Clemens Family Farm. Lydia, we love blew you. Up in like a month. That's how you know it's God. <laughs> yes. It was hilarious. Something that just started as uh, something to do. And look what happened. Yeah. When she called me with that foodies, I was like, drop the mic. <laughs> what? You lying. <laughs> I wasn't lying. And then we were on a plane to Vermont. Right, visiting the one few, uh, one of the last, the African, last one. African-American farms yes. in um, Vermont, in Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte, Vermont. Yes. Okay, audience, it messes me up a lot because we live in North Carolina and there's a Charlotte, You North gotta Carolina. go and see the leaf people. I love <laughs> the leaf people. No, the leaf Hotness people. I was scared of the leaf people. There's so scared with the leaf people. I, I love, love it. The leaf people. Come on now. You know that hey, sounds man. scary, audience. The leaf people. <laughs> They had clothes on these <laughs> scarecrow type things. They had hats on them. They were scarves. dressed better than us. <laughs> they really were. They were really cute. I stood next to one man. I was claiming as him as mine. I was like, yeah, you cute. <laughs> but anyway, I know y'all are talking about leave people, want to leave people. But they, they put these clothes on a stick and then stuff them with leaves and and they're like everywhere in the park and people's yards and whatever really you feel like Children dressing the, your leaf person in that's what they, they have Children on the corn okay audience scary stuff sweetly i guess she just she didn't mind the leaf people 
I was in Vermont, Charlotte. Okay, you got to do what the Charlottes do when you're in Charlotte. That's true. That's true. When in Rome, you do what the Romans do. Yes. But look, right now we're in Foodie World. So we're world. talking about good food, good eats, and good times, because that's what the hotness and I do. So we're gonna continue on. I know y'all tired of us babbling, but we're just so excited about what God is has in store for us. We're just excited um, to be. Um, Educating y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Entre- future entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs figuring out what people in the restaurant world or farm world or catering world did to become successful. Mm-hmm. As well as entertaining y'all. Yes. That's key. And she's not singing, so we're really doing good. <laughs> I won't say anything, audience. And you know, my in- heart is singing in the inside. Yes, you are. You're cool like that, hotness. As well as giving you guys information about your purpose and your dream and letting you know it can happen that's what i'm talking about evidence that's what we're giving we're giving evidence oh i like that i like oh, yeah. that you, you pondered on it for a moment yeah You're like, hey i said something and i and i like it <laughs> <laughs> we're giving evidence it is so good it is so good you know to just be able to sit and chat and just go um go back you know go back reminisce about the wonderful things that we've done and uh the next one i think we were doing was demario's classic catering yes is that it yeah that's it that's the name of his in ghana too right yeah, you mentioned him to me. You said, I keep driving past the street and I see lines of people lined up for his food truck. Mm-hmm. Getting these jumbo turkey wings and turkey legs. I wasn't sure if they weren't ostrich. Oh, Drums. ostrich. <laughs> That's how big they are. They were huge. But um, no, I'm joking. It's turkey. Yeah, but um, he's really, really, really booming. I'm telling you, COVID ain't got nothing on him because every time I go past there, there's a line as well as... um. The hotness was telling me he just opened up a restaurant. Right. Chef DeMario, um, I guess right around your neck of the woods in Garner, he just opened up um, DeMario's Classic Catering um, Restaurant. So we're going to have to go there and see if the food tastes the same. You know, that's the least we can do. Right, Sweetly? That's the least we can do. (laughs) (laughs) And I think he has good sides, too. Um, My daughter and I went there, and he does seafood as well. She had shrimp, and I had the fish. It was really good. I think it was Whiting's, if I'm not mistaken. And it was really, really good. Um, The sides, um, I think I had coleslaw. But he had potato salad. I think he had some collard greens up there. So, you know, it's southern style as well. So, um, you guys, check them out if you're in the Raleigh, North Carolina area. Those sides you mentioned, I remember his baked beans. They have very distinctive. Flavor? Yes, flavor. And I was trying to. Were they kind of like barbecue? No, they. Mm. I can taste cinnamon in them. Oh, cinnamon. So his baked um, beans were sweet. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, we should go there and see if we can figure out the the recipe to his um, black beans. But um, he also has <laughs> baked beans or black oh, beans. Sorry. What? What is it? Hotness. Baked beans. Sorry. Okay. You know, <laughs> the baked beans that go with potato salad. <laughs> Well, listen, Foodie, we did that <laughs> interview, and we aired it on April 27th of 2020, and the hotness wrote, DeMario's classic catering slogan is, food so good, make y'all want to smack your brains out. 
is that slap. I'm sorry, y'all. Slap your brains out. It's an authentic American catering company that offers outstanding barbecue meat. Chef DeMario is committed to serving customers quality service and delicious food via his food truck. He's been cooking for over 40 years and now have plans to open DeMario's classic catering restaurant in the White Oak Shopping Center Mm -hmm. in Ghana, North Carolina this summer. And he succeeded Mm -hmm. because you just said it's open. So it's in White Oak, you guys. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Cool. And that was, I mean, this was, COVID was hot. And he still succeeded, y'all. So God's plans do not come back void, as we can see that. Yeah. He kept it pressing and made it happen. And made it happen, Captain. That's what we do. That's what we're talking about. So you entrepreneurs, just keep your head up and keep it moving. I heard one guy, and um, I think I read this book many, many years ago. Um, But he's on the radio now, and he says a setup, a setback is a setup for a comeback. Yes. Do you hear that? I forget his name, but it's a book. Yeah, I read it many, many years ago, and it's on the radio now. So a setback is a setup for a comeback. Yep. Never give up. Never give up. No matter how many no's you get. Yeah. I've gotten like hundreds and thousands of no's. um, I got a lot of no's too. Yeah. But, you know, we just keep it moving because every no gets us closer to a what? A yes. All right, here we go. Keep on keeping on. Keep, keep on, on keeping on. on. Every now and then, I got to let her sing, y'all. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> Hotness, what's our next restaurant? Let's the stop. next place that we did was um, not a restaurant, but a market. It was a co-op market, Weaver Street Market. Okay. And they're based in, um, I think, believe, Carborough. And the um, young lady that I interviewed, she was so... Um, so nice. I mean, she's ta- told me everything I needed to know about the the attributes of um, being a part of a co-op. Her name was Carolyn, and she was in the head person over the seafood and the meat department. She worked at Weaver Street Market for over 10 years, and she just said how great it was. And so um, they had a Weaver Street Market downtown Raleigh, mm-hmm. and I went there and I checked it out. And, you know, I was very curious about the... Uh, the freshness of the meat because she gets their meats from like local farmers mm-hmm. and she was just like the hotness she was just like the meat tastes different she goes i can't explain it to you but the freshness of the local farmers meat it tastes different so i, you know, I, I believe it i had to go there no preservatives and additives and no meat with blue writing on it yes yeah. yes so i had to go there and get one of those bone-in pork chops that you love mm. what went down you know it went down <laughs> 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 I put it in my uh, I have an air fryer um, which makes the uh, frying experience so much easier healthier and I let my the little bone in pork chop marinate and I put it in there and it was like one of the best pork chops I did have ever had. Did you put flour on it? No. It what do you do? Flour. You just let it marinate? Yeah let it marinate let okay. the season, seasoning seep through mm-hmm. and put in the air fryer and it's fried but it's just you know you have to put So flour. it's crunchy outside and juicy inside? Yes. You yes. never made one for me. <laughs> well, we have to go so I can get you the bone-in pork chops. But um, I bought Not some of the uh, the beef tenderloins I bought from um, Weaver Street Market. Okay. And they were so delicious. So I recommend if they, if you have the opportunity to shop at a uh, a co-op supermarket, 
um, I guess I shouldn't say supermarket, but a co-op market, um, definitely take advantage. And they recently said they've um, started, I guess, it's not food delivery, but you can do a food pickup. So you can so place your can order. Can I stop you right there? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're talking big words to me. I mean, co-op, what else? Some of the other stuff you said, what Weaver Street Weaver Market Street, is doing. Yes. Back it up. Explain to our So, yeah. So, I had problems understanding what a co-op was also. But it's like when you are invested in the local supermarket, you're like part owner. Okay. And then you can also reap some of the the dividends later on. Whoa, y'all. Yeah. So, it's a good investment, I think. Um, I'm just having more opportunities to have more choices as to where you can purchase your food. And I think you're also supporting local farmers, the community, even more so when you're part of a co-op like Weaver Street Market, because that's what they're doing. They're supporting all the local farmers in the area where they have the opportunity to sell their produce mm-hmm. and their um, their meat to the population. So I want this off the grid a part yes. of that. Well, when I spoke to Carolyn, she uh-huh. um, Carolyn mentioned that she would connect with possibly connect with Chantel okay. to get some of Chantel's meat mm-hmm. um, into Weaver Street Market. Because Chantel does the the pigs, the turkeys, and the chickens. And yeah, so, she's one of the um, interviewees that yes, we did. Yeah, yes, so, absolutely. Yeah. And so all these wonderful connections that we're making locally help you know grow our community. So we have to. I have to. Um, take you there so you can experience um it looks like a normal um supermarket but it's smaller neater yeah and the meat's fresher yeah i missed that interview guys so um yeah we don't know what happened do you want to explain yourself to the audience about i don't mind i had to work that's it i had to work my other job audience she's saying she had to work after accepting the meeting requests okay and that's the first, is that the first time I've ever done that? Look, she did great. Don't worry about it. I ain't going nowhere. She know that, all right? But look. Yes, it was still a wonderful interview. And I, and I uh, had a great time chatting with Carolyn of Weaver Street Market. I mean, um, if you're North Carolina, definitely go out and become a part of Weaver Street Market and just, you know, invest in your local community because it'll reap dividends. All right. And so the hotness... We um, did that interview and aired it uh, June 15th of 2020. So COVID was real live, then. <laughs> it was. Yeah. So they're still doing well, though. And fresh. So we didn't have to worry about going in the grocery store and there, there's no meat. Weren't we going around that about oh, that yeah, time? Oh, yeah, because um, the, I guess your normal supermarkets, they ran out of meat yeah. and things like that. And then Weaver Street Market, guess what? They, they had, had meat. They had meat. You better work it. <laughs> so, uh, listen, audience, you know, you got to diverse your um, supermarket portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> Broaden your supermarket horizons. <laughs> if that makes sense. Listen, guys, this is what the hotness said about Weaver Street Market in North Carolina. Carolyn is the produce, meat, and seafood merchandiser of Weaver Street Market located in North Carolina. She works for Weaver Street. She has been working for Weaver Street since 2002. Started as a clerk in the produce department and worked her way up to become the head buyer over several departments in the whole co-op. Weaver Street Market has wholesome, delicious, healthy, organic, non-GMOs food available to customers in stores or via online for locals. What is a co-op? 
Hmm, I did ask that. And how does it work? Listen to Cal's story and find out the benefits of supporting your community and participating in a co-op. Remember, your food is your machine. Oh, I like that, girl. Okay, wait. I'm going to have you reread that last sentence. It says your food is your what? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Your food is your medicine. (laughs) I'm being too fast, yes, audience. Yes, I never heard your of food this. is your medicine. Or, or I was going to say machine. Oh, your food is your machine. I mean, I'm I sorry about that. Works. I like that one too, though. <laughs> I'm on a roll. You know, maybe I was supposed to say that. No, your food is your medicine. That's true. So check it out. Check it out. Listen, listen. The hotness is cracking up right now. <laughs> yes, I never heard the food is your machine. But okay, what's next, sweetie? What we do next? What do you want to do next? Let's see. We have one more. Yeah, who did we do? one more. And who is, we always kind of save the best for last. Because I tell you, this guy right here. Oh, yes. All I can say is this guy right here, um, Jeffrey's Farm in Yanceville, North Carolina. And his first name is Wilbert. That's why she said Wilbert. I'm talking about a man with several hats. He was, like you said, there was not enough time in the day for Wilbert Jeffries. Like, I'm how does he do it? He only by the strength of the Lord. Yeah. I tell you, because when you listen to this interview, you're going to be tired. <laughs> right. I think I was tired. So he's a mechanic. Mm-hmm. A, um, he does landscape. Mm-hmm. He's a farmer. Mm-hmm. He helps the, the, the widows mm-hmm. with, the, with the houses that, you know, they and need he, help in you know their yeah, houses are that. yeah <laughs> and he does seafood yes he does it all y'all yes all. but the most interesting um so we interviewed him because we were aware he had a farm we forgot the most important one yes his ministry oh yes he has a ministry where they help build houses or yes. something yeah. yes mm-hmm. yes Wilbur Jeffries is like a one man machine <laughs> There you go. go. We do machine right there. One man machine. <laughs> but um Which you're gonna need medicine <laughs> to keep up with him. <laughs> Absolutely. But he um is, is I got a hold of him because he's a farmer. And what right. does he um farm? He farms eggplants. And remember Wilbur told us he does white and green eggplants. And Squeely and I were like, hold up. We only know about the, this purple eggplant. What are you talking about this white and green eggplant? You know, what's up with that? Um, but he said a gentleman, um, I guess um, in African foods, they eat this particular eggplant a lot. Mm-hmm. And he grows <clears> it for this guy. And he got um, grants and things from the state of North Carolina to get more land and machinery to continue farming. I was just like, wow. And, and he's doing really well. Yes, yes. And he was so kind that he, um, he brought us somewhat cucumbers squash and zucchini yes and we just got through eating some guess what y'all i didn't cook it the hotness did i did and it was so good sweetly wasn't around <laughs> cook so i was forced to cook myself but you Her know zucchini and squash <laughs> was the bomb y'all yes yes but um thank you to mr um jeffrey's for what he's doing, because I'm, I'm I'm always impressed with um, farmers and people that get up. At, I mean, his wife like got up at the crack of dawn. She gets up at the crack of dawn um, to take care of the land. And he also butchers meat. Remember he said that yeah. he, he cut up a goat for someone. I was and just he, like, what? 
and pig and yes. all kind of oh like how do you I mean these are skills that we don't have in this generation I no. mean being a um, all around person to be able to do these things mm-hmm. if someone asked me to like kill a chicken or a pig so I'll be can like you, can you imagine us back in the biblical days not at all <laughs> thank you lord where will we be at <laughs> we'd be like probably start burning up don't we be burning up why would we be burning because we wouldn't have anything to sacrifice for our sins because we don't want to kill nothing i would kill something you would absolutely i, I just wouldn't know how to do it oh because there probably is a certain way you have to do it yeah especially with pigs don't their blood have to run out a certain way i don't know y'all yeah anyway. so so sweetly is saying she would rather starve than um harm an animal i didn't That's say that you said you'd be starving no, I said I'd be burning up. Oh, okay. Do you get it? I think I get it. It's Forget just, it. Yeah. It's anyway, over the head. long as you're around, I won't <laughs> because you'll you'll kill it. <laughs> I know. I would I would have to do so in order to survive. So, like I said, this guy he just wears many hats. And guys, and I'm pretty sure Mr. Jeffries, well, he said we could call him Wilbur, doesn't mind us telling us he's like in his sixties, y'all. So look, we gotta step it y'all up, ain't y'all. Got nothing <laughs> on this dude. We gotta step it up, okay? You entrepreneurs, it doesn't matter how old you are. Just get started. Get started and do the thing. Right. He's a living I, example. He really is, and I what I took from him is that it's crucial that we learn how to do things on our own manually, like growing mm-hmm. our own food, mm-hmm. being able. to to produce it, being able to um, butcher it if need be. These are skills that have just been gone by the wayside because we're so used to um, technology tech and um, adapting, just going to supermarket and get what we want. Well, the signs of the times is proving that. Look where we are now. You know, it would be cool. Everybody went in a panic because there's no food in the grocery store, but we should have just went in our backyard and jumped up. Came on in. Yeah, <laughs> so, but I, I've known so many people who started farming now. What about yeah. you? Do you know anyone? I start? don't. Not offhand. Yeah, I have like several friends who are just like, okay, game over. We're growing their own produce. Yes, produce, but not not like not not with animals, okay. but like you know, <clears throat> strawberries, green beans, lettuce. Oh, well, my brother, he has yeah. garden. He has his cucumbers, his See? peppers, okay. and all that stuff. So. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, doing that. I think um, the, mm-hmm. these are things that I think we should do proactively. Um, I wish I could. I did try audience, and um, I was not successful at all. I do not have a green thumb. I mean, I think I put the seeds in the ground and... Left them. Yes. <laughs> and I didn't know that, you know, things like knowing where the sun rises and sets on your property, those are important things that you have to factor in when you're planting seeds. What about watering? Did you know you had to do that? Yes. I knew about the watering. But <laughs> I don't think but you I did, relied, audience. <laughs> I relied on the Lord to water the seeds. <laughs> She's cheap. She don't want no high water bill. I'm telling you. I just didn't know. They need a lot of water. It's all good, though. Honey. Thank you. Look, we're learning, though. Yeah. So, you know, how does that saying go? You can give a guy the fish mm-hmm. and you feed him for a day. But, but you if you teach him how to fish, he's good for life. So, we're being taught as we go. So, foodies, listen up and be taught. And do what you got to do. So um, we're going to be good for life, right? Yeah, absolutely. Sounds good. So Jeffrey's Farm in Yanceville, North Carolina. Uh, we um, interviewed and it was aired July 25th of 2020. And the hotness had this to say. 
there's not enough time in a day for Mr. Wilbert Jeffries of Jeffries Farm. He does it all. Farming, landscaping, mechanic, builder, butcher, ministry, etc. Wilbert shares his story of how he began farming and growing eggplants, which are white and green. Mm-hmm. Tore us up, y'all. We even asked him for some recipes. <laughs> he didn't know any, so we him. had to look that up. Um, which are eggplants, white and green eggplants. That is for, um, which is something he distribs, distributes around the country. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in farming, listen to Wilbur's story as he explains how Raphael, I'm sorry, RafiUSA.org. Is it Rafi? Yeah, Rafi. RafiUSA.org and the NRC helped his vision of farming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, that's good stuff. So, this, that one is very informational, listeners and foodies. So, make sure you tune into that. Again, that's Jeffrey's Farm in Yanceville, North Carolina. That's right. That's right, sweetly. Bringing the knowledge. That's what we do. We bring the knowledge. Good food and good conversation. Yes. That's what the Hotness and Sweetly do. 24-7. All day long. 24-7. We so appreciate our listeners, too. All around the world. Hey. Can't find my baby. I knew she was going (laughs) to say that. (laughs) I was just sitting here waiting and she did. Look at that. Lisa Stansfield. You should know know anybody like that. Listen, guys, it has been a ball, and this has been our recap of 2020, COVID-19. So listen, be safe. Be safe. Be blessed. Be blessed. And keep the joy that God gave you, because he's still in control. Yes, yes. That's Mm -hmm. been a challenge this year, but you guys can do it. Keep God first. Because remember what Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans he has for us, plans for us to prosper to not do us any harm and to give us hope and a future. Alright All right. y'all this has been the Hotness and Sweetly Recapping 2020. Bye now. See you later. Shouldn't laws be black and white? Doesn't everyone deserve the same treatment? For 15-year-old Gemini Berry, the answers are obvious. But then a crime shocks Gemini's small town, and she learns that many adults see things in shades of gray. In Nika Chanel's novel, Just As the Sky is Blue, Gemini Berry is forced to grow up fast when her mother agrees to play a central role in a sensational murder trial that tears her small town apart. As the child spins out of control, secrets are revealed and old deaths are settled in Gemini's life is ultimately changed forever. Order Mika Chanel's book, Just As the Sky is Blue. Just As the Sky is Blue is available on Amazon.com, Kindle, and Audible.com.